guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. I'm Beverly Bryan. And we are listening to Soldado Sin Cara by Los Macuanos. Living your dreams, Bev? Is this everything? Absolutely. Can't wait to talk about this. All right, let's finish out the song and we'll be right back. So, hey, Bev, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I'm going to be even better after I open this bottle of grapefruit haritos. Mm, that looks so tasty. Mmm, yum. How's that? Refreshing? You know it. Mmm, grapefruit haritos. Buy them at your local deli. Um, and aside from, uh, this very special episode that hopefully will someday be brought to you by Jarritos, um, yeah, let's talk about some music. Call us. 
Wait, what, Richard? Yeah, music. Actually, no, we have so many songs that we're super excited about yeah. this week. So you brought in the song by Los Macuanos. Let's talk about that. What's what's cooking? Well, I mean, we're both on that page. Yeah. Uh, Macuanos are, they've got a new album coming out mm-hmm. really soon. And I really like this song because um, Macuanos have never been apolitical. Right. And they've never been bright and sunny. But this is, we haven't heard from them in a while. This is like new music and it's, it's dark. It sounds very of the moment and it's very overtly political. Although, um, seeing as I know you've spoken with them recently, I think you might be able to shed a little more light on the political context than I could. As he smiles knowingly. Um, yes, I, I have. And I, I actually, you know, was lucky enough to write a piece on the song recently. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm workshopping the album right now in my brain. But Richard um, killed it. The, um, so, yeah, so the, uh, the new album, uh, this is their third album. It's called Epilogo. Um, and a lot of really interesting things are happening here. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot moodier than their, than their previous, uh, work. Cause like a lot of their song, their, their music, um, it's sort of kind of la- like lampoons, um, you know, like Mexican traditional Mexican culture. So like they, they kind of give a really sort of twisted take on like cumbia or, you know, Norteña or things like that. Like, you know, they really infuse it with their own very sort of sardonic uh, take on politics and, and Mexican culture. And, you know, like they take on like, but you always know. with an ironic sense of humor. Absolutely. It's, it's like, it's really dark, but there is humor in there. And I, I feel like a lot of people, you Which, know, you know, has no bearing on Mexican culture whatsoever. Oh gosh. Um, and, and yeah. And so like Epilogo is a little bit different. Like I have heard the album um, and it's like, it's, it's, it's moodier and it's, it's reflective of, uh, it was recorded over four years. Um, and it's reflective of like really sort of tough and tumble times for the band. Um, you know, lots of like, you know, riding high on the success of their previous albums and like, you know, party, 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 drink, 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 drug, 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 and like, you know, personal issues, band issues. And so like, it wasn't just, it's not just reflective of the political state in Mexico, but like also like stuff that they've been experiencing. So, um, it's definitely maybe like their darkest effort to date. Um, but it's really cool because that a lot of the traditional aspects of the music still shine through, even on this song and Soldado Sin Cara, um, you know, it's, it, it, I didn't notice it until they pointed it out, but it's essentially tribal. Like the beat is tribal, like, da, 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 da. like you know, it's, it's a tribal beat. Wow. Um, and it's really, really interesting. And again, like, you know, that's, that's all the lyrics in the song is soldado sin cara. Um, and so like when I wrote about it, I took it, like I was feeling very emotional about, about like politics and Trump and all this jazz that's happening here. Um, and so I, I made it to, to, I interpreted it as sort of criticism of the the police state in Mexico about basically these are like, you know, people in, in police and in the army are usually just like regular people. They're just poor people. And so like it's not only, you know, commenting on people who are oppressed, but also those same people that are oppressed are often the oppressors. Um, and so that's how I saw it. It's sort of like removing identity or at least from the people, people often the people carrying out the oppression. Absolutely are in the same boat and simply trying to avoid the same situation. So Soldado Sin Cara would be... um, A faceless soldier, you know. And so um, it's, again, like, you know, 
again, this is simply how I interpreted it. Uh, there are other uh, political songs on the album, um, you know, that I invite you to listen to once the album is released, which is g- coming out at the end of the month. Um, you know, it's very, very interesting. It definitely like deserves a couple of plays for sure. Um, and I know that they'll probably be going on tour this summer. So, um, you know, they're with Nacional Re- Records. So if you're with Nacional, you can expect to see them at a stage near you because Nacional plays no games. Um, and yeah, and so like we have a lot of music today, like it's not all going to be heavy. Like I just kind of wanted to start with, with this one. Like it's, it, you know, this song is definitely a statement. Um, you know, no, I think it's very, um, it seems like they are coming out with some very mature stuff for them. Yeah. Maybe this is going to be their mature album. Yeah. So, I mean like that's basically a song about the banality of evil. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Well, and like in talking with them, like it was revealed that, you know, this might be sort of like, you know, they're still going to be dark and, you know, like there's always going to be like a cloud over them. Um, but it seems that like light might be, you know, shining through at some point. Like they, they said that they, this is sort of like, they're the end of their trilogy of doom. Uh, they kind of want to go into sunnier territory. So I'm very excited to see where that may lead. Um, you know, it's right now it's just a hope and a dream. Um, but I only like doom. Well, uh, you know, Apple Music is always there. <laughs> it's, it's true. No, there's there's always plenty of doom for me to of doomy things for me to listen to. Um, yeah, but I want to follow that up. Um, again, just you know, keeping keeping in like you know the the woke mood. Um, I, I brought in a song uh, from Brazilian rapper MC Linda Quebrada, um, and she is a trans woman from La Favela. You know, black like her experience is you know it's like quintessential intersectionality in Brazil. Like you know, talking about racism, talking about transphobia, um, and the song itself is called Bicha Preta, which is literally translates to black bitch. Um, and you know, she is a bad bitch, but like at the same time, like you know, again, it's it's really sort of detailing the experience and sort of like the worthlessness one feels when you are um, dark skinned and you know trans in just the world. Um, the song is fantastic. It's really like, it's really special. I was very moved when I heard it. Um, and again, this was shared by a a number of friends in Brazil and yeah, it's, it's just a really powerful song. Let's hear it. Bicha estranha, louca preta da favela Quando ela tá passando, todos rindo a cara dela Mas se liga macho, presta muita atenção Senta e observa a tua destruição Que eu sou uma bicha louca preta favelada Que quando eu vou passar e ninguém mais vai dar risada Se tu for esperto pode logo perceber Que eu já não tô pra brincadeira, eu vou botar é pra fuder Bicha estranha, ensandecida, arrombada, pervertida Elas tumba, fecha a causa, elas é muita lacração Mas tá que eu não tô te ouvindo, boy Eu vou descer até o chão O chão O chão, 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 chão Bicha preta A minha pele preta 
é meu manto de coragem Impulsiono o movimento e vai, desce a viadagem Vai, desce, 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 desce a viadagem Borralheira com um que de chinerela Eu saio de salto alto maquiada na favela Mas se liga macho, presta muita atenção Senta e observa a tua destruição Que eu sou uma bicha louca preta favelada Que quando eu vou passar e ninguém mais vai dar risada Se tu for esperto pode logo perceber Que eu já não tô pra brincadeira Eu vou botar é pra fuder Que bicha estranha, ensandecida Arrombada, pervertida Elas tomba, fecha a causa Elas é muita lacração mas tá que eu não tô te ouvindo, boy Eu vou descer até o chão O chão O chão O chão, 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 chão Bicha preta Tra, tra, tra Bicha preta Tra, 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 tra Bicha preta Tra, tra, tra Bicha preta Sempre borralheira com um quê de chinerela Eu saio de salto alto maquiada na favela Mas que pena, sou agora um viu que bela aberração É muito tarde, macho alfa Eu não sou pro teu bico, não uh, So yeah, so that was MC Lin da Quebrada And I, I just want to cap off um, this song um, I really think her message is very important and, um, you know, Brazil has, Brazil is very tolerant when it comes to queer visibility, but it also has some of the highest rates of like, you know, uh, gay and trans like hate crimes, uh, in the world. And so it's very important to acknowledge that. And, um, there was, there's a show called Amore Sexo, um, on a TV station called Globo, which is the biggest uh, TV station in 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 Brazil, um, and I was talking with a friend about it because they recently had they apparently this this is a show that sort of like discusses hot button uh, topics, right? And so recently, um, transphobia and homophobia was was like a big uh, was a big subject there, um, and a lot of videos from it went viral. Uh, they had performances by MC Lin. They had a performance by Lineker. Um, who stopped midway through a song um, to plea that, you know, people please stop, you know, assaulting and killing um, trans people, uh, transvestites, you know, homosexuals. Like, it was it was a very, very um, emotional plea, and it was beautiful. And again, it's it's gone viral. Um, and so, you know, Lineker is now in, in South by Southwest, and I'm just over here crying that I'm not going to go see her. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So anyway, I just, you know, that, that song really struck a chord with me because again, it, it came to my attention around the same time, uh, that, you know, the, the, the global, the sexo, amor de sexo thing happened. Um, so yeah, I just, I really wanted to bring that in cause it was really exciting. Um, so what do you have next Bev? So 
I have for you a song called Reir Iorar by a lady named Natalia Garcia from the Bay Area. She makes music as La Favi. It's kind of like um, a sad girl reggaeton thing, kind of a little bit like Lana Del Rey doing Dembo. Hot. Yeah, I think I think you're gonna like it. Let's listen. <laughs> Que 
you about this song okay so that song we just heard was a collaboration between our faves mula and cerro trente in the wave yeah or zero 39 we could say that <laughs> now um did you know that okay for those listening at home who aren't familiar uh cerro 39 is that's how i'm gonna say it do it i believe in you is um Kind of a collective. There's one main guy, mm-hmm. and uh, Two, they're, they're really, from yeah. Colombia, and you know, so they're doing a thing very similar to Mula, who are from the Dominican Republic, where yeah. they're both um, exploring new ways. You know, like a lot of artists are to use more traditional rhythms from throughout Latin America. You know, such as. Um, Vallenato Cumbia, which is uh, something Sarah 39 likes, you know, and Mula, they do, they they play with merengue a little bit. They, they play, play with, with dembo. They play with everything. I mean, they do. It's they're true. so unafraid. It's just one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things about Mula. They're just so incredible. So anyway, for the song La Cura, uh, 
these two got together long distance and made this very dope track, which, you know, we've got a little bit of merengue. We've got a little bit of reggaeton vibes. We've got a little bit of mambo. It's just sexy all over. It's a very sexy song. It is. No, there's a lot of, there's a very sexy tension to it. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a very like, there's this like crazy, but also sexy video it's like, well, it's very, it's very sensual. There's a lot of color to it, but not in a way that you would expect. It's more like an eat your makeup, put stickers everywhere, be yourself. But to me, like that is beautiful and sexy. It's quite literally you know? hands on. Like they're like, they're sort of just like staring into the camera singing and like things are being put on their face and like, it's really cool. It's very, it's also art. It's yeah. like very, it's a very brilliant video. You have to watch it. And, um, yeah, I guess there's not a lot else to say, uh, except that Moolah have a new album that they have. Is is it out or is it just dropped? No, no, yeah, it, it dropped uh, this past week. Right. It's called Aguas. It's phenomenal. It certainly is. Uh, I have heard it. Yeah, their first album, uh, which was just self-titled, was really cool, was really interesting. It was a great idea. I mean, you know, they're, they're known for taking these, like, traditional Dominican rhythms and sort of just, like you know, applying them to, let's say, more modern, more current genres, you know, like electropop and things like that. Um, but it didn't feel like as, I'm going to say, as well developed as Aguas. Aguas really fe- fe- feels seamless. It feels like so well thought out, so well produced. It's, I mean, it's really genius. No, I think they really um, took they the stepped time it up. to figure out what they wanted Absolutely. from this album. Absolutely. And then they just went and did it. They yeah. like executed on that. They stepped the hell out of it. Um, and yeah, it's a phenomenal album. I, I had the chance to interview them. They, they're so, so cool. They're actually from my hometown in Santiago. Really? Uh, in Dominican Republic. Yeah. I mean, I, I say hometown because that's I lived there for 15 years, but uh, I'm not technically from there, but whatever. We'll discuss that another day. But um, it was really cool to be able to talk to them and be able to write about this album uh, in a context, in a very personal context. It's a con- like it like their references are references that I grew up with, you know, um, you know, they reference like very specific moods and, you know, music and like, you know, like things like Sandy Papo or a local TV show called El Club de Isha, which is just like a dumb, um, children's show that, you know, it was, it's one of those things. It's just like very, very famous. You murdered that article, by the way. Thank you. I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. Um, just cause, and again, like I really wanted, I knew what I wanted to say because I was like, okay, I get it. Like after talking to them, I was like, oh, I get this. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy with how it came out and, and, and it's, you know, it's gotten a positive reception, which is always nice. (laughs) So you guys should read that article. And also I think maybe you're getting the idea now that this is our new music episode. Oh yeah. And, uh, so we're all talking about some new things that have come out. Yeah. And Richard has another song by an artist I really like. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I always forget how much you actually... And actually, before we move in, into this this artist, I just want to give one final shout out to Cero39, uh, whom I met in, in Colombia. And like Mauricio and Dario, they're like the shit and a half. Like, they're so fucking cool. Um, so shout out to you on this new, awesome new song. Um, but yes, so the artist that you were alluding to is Be Flecha from Barcelona, um, which is in Spain for those who don't know. Um, and she is the shit. She's like, you know, um, interstellar androgyny, but like 
still like really beautiful. Like it's soft, it's smooth, it's electronic, it's R and B. Um, it's just music of the future. That's really like the best way to describe Biff Music Lecha. of the future to feed your soul. For real. Um, and so she just dropped a new song called Rutas Circulares. Um, and again, it's, it's her, um, again, it's, it's Biff Lecha where she works best, which is like smooth, crystalline, geometric R&B. Like it just, it's so pretty. It's so pure. You know, there's a lot of stuff like that coming out of uh, Spain. It's yeah. interesting. Well, um, we have some more R&B coming right after that. But yeah, there's there's this sort of movement of, you know, uh, Spanish language R&B that's really, really interesting that's happening right now. So, you know, uh, let's bookmark that for a future episode. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is Be Flecha with Rutas Circulares. Oh, 
So uh, the first time that I actually saw Beflitcha, because um, I've seen her, wow, I've seen her twice. That's strange. Um, but yeah, I saw her in uh, Festival Normal in Monterrey, which was really, oh, wow. yeah, it was a really cool, like it's maybe my favorite lineup that they've ever had. Like I saw her and Fuerte Villete played right after. Um, it was like incredible. Um, and again, like it, she was like a, f- a phenomenal like performer. Like it was, it, it was, it started out a little weird and then like everybody really got into it. Um, it was, it's one of those moments where you're like, I'm not sure if this artist is right for this kind of venue. And then like they triumph and it was, wow, it was, it was a really, really great show. And, um, so Festival Normal actually just happened, uh, this past weekend. And it's it's my first time in five years that I haven't gone. I was very sad. Um, there, you know, there's other things on the horizon. I'm kind of sad too, where um, it's sort of like, oh, my spiritual home. Someday I will return to you. It was really cool. Yeah. This year was not it for me. It was, it was not my place this year. It was, it was very psych oriented. Um, which it, it's not really my thing. It, you're smiling over there, probably living. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> it's the Haritos. It's the <laughs> um, but yeah, but um, many friends were there. Many friends, you know, spoke very highly of it. Um, and so the next two artists, uh, actually three artists, but um, this this next song is a collaboration by two artists that both performed solo sets at Normal. Um, this is uh, the song called Sabor, um, and this is by Girl Ultra and Jesse Baez, um, two of the heavy hitters over at Finesse Records. We have indeed played Jesse bias before absolutely and so girl ultra is a, a younger artist um who's making a splash in the mexico city r&b scene again just like jesse buys um and they again they're both signed to finesse records they actually finesse records just dropped a mixtape called el dorado um and it really sort of just features like everybody on their roster like adrian bay and again all these you know jesse and, and girl ultra so what's girl ultra about um again she's just this young girl doing R&B, looking really cool, really laid back. Um, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Carbonell, who has been our guest before, who's part of the Chicago fam, he was at Normal, and he described her as one of his favorite sets. Uh, she opened the festival, actually, and he said, like, he really, really loved her. Uh, she was just on the stage. The stage was covered in flowers, and it was, like, really, really cool. All right, I want to hear this. Yeah, so again, this is a song called Sabor. It's really great. It's just a sexy little duet. Ya no quiero fingir más mi atención Todo sigue oscuro, mi amor No puedo mentirte más Ya no puedo portarme mal, girl Ya no siento más tu sabor Sé que no de niebla la habitación Ya no siento más tu sabor about this it's um it's not doing too much at all it's doing exactly enough and it's 
not stressing me out.
Um, okay, and what you guys just heard was Clubs. Uh, this is their most recent single called Pop Scudo. It's not Clubs. Uh, I, clubs, Clubs. Honestly, I, I, you know. Richard hates me. Uh, i more like I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I You know, I don't think they mind how you say it as long as you're saying it, to be perfectly honest. As long as you're getting those clicks, as long as you're paying that, like, you know, ticket entry fee. Fair. Um, girl, like, I'm very, I'm very about that. I'm like, I don't care if you pr- pronounce our name, Song Messy, just as long as you're saying it, girl. Song Messy. Song Messy. Song Lionel Messy. I think I've heard that. Um, I need to do a, a Lionel Messy <laughs> meme as like our portada at some point. Yes. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that, that's Clubs' new single. And again, they also just performed at Normal. Um, they had a very, very well-received set. They... Um, they have been riding that hype train for like the past two years. You know, they have uh, been teasing their new album. I believe Ella Minus is on it. Oh, yeah. Like I remember when she was like in Mexico and like they were posting videos to like Instagram. So, you know, hopefully we see that soon. Um, teasing and teasing. Yeah. No, they've kind of hit the big time. I forget who they, they opened for like, I think it was like Tame Impala or something. They opened like for a, like really big acts well, right, recently. And yeah, in, Tame Impala is one of the biggest bands in the world. So. Yeah. Like when they came to Mexico, I think they opened for them. Like they've, they've been doing okay. Um, and so, yeah, and they, they, they were like pre headliners at, at Normal, which is pretty massive yeah, for a local is. band. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're doing great. Again, you know, Jonathan reporting back said it was one of his favorite sets. Like it was just energetic. It's fun. It's pop. It's easy pop. You, you may a little, maybe a little bit too easy maybe for my taste, <laughs> but I think it's fun. It just like, I, I like it. And again, it, it reminds me a lot of that Biflecha song and that like, it just like sort of, you float along with it. Like, you know, it just goes somewhere. You're not really sure or care where it's going. You just sort of like follow it. But did, I don't think it goes anywhere. Okay. Anyway, but you don't have to go anywhere, but, um, I want to, oh, well, that's your problem, girl. But Do you have that ticket money? Um, no, <laughs> Um, and you know what? We're going to stay in the festival vein. So, um, you run in a song by Balloon. Yes. They have a new single and this is the new music episode. Yes. And it's called Teletransporte. And yeah, um, it's not, it, we still don't know exactly when the new album's coming out. Sometime in the spring is all we know. It's coming. Yeah. And we're excited and it's, it's nice to see, to have like another little peek and I hope that they have a great set at South by Southwest. Um, yeah, I mean, South by Southwest has been very controversial of late. Um, this year, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see if, you know, I like, I think we're both going to do a little research on this because we're very curious about all the bullshit. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's bullshit. We're getting more and more reports of artists being stopped at the border. Yes. Being, even though they have... Um, or not even being allowed to board a plane, like what happened to Young Beef in Spain. Yeah, being... Um, yeah, and then you find out immediately that, you know... Even though you've been planning this for months, yeah. you have letters that say that you are supposed to attend essentially this conference. Um, you've you've been invited, you got your visa worked out, and then suddenly someone who is with customs makes an executive decision that your visa is not legal. It you know it was uh, one band tried to enter the country from Canada, and um, according to the singer. Um, someone with customs was just like, 
you know, we don't care that it was issued by the consulate. It that doesn't mean it's lawful, and someone can just decide not to let you in the country because they don't like your face. Let me reenact how that usually goes. Um, hello, I'm here to nope. And so this has been happening. We've been getting reports. There have been at least eleven bans. This has happened to some of them from Latin America, um, some from the Middle East, or at least of a yeah. Middle Eastern background, um, trying to come from London. And you know, I'm wondering. I have questions because the coverage of this, like this has been written about in Billboard. Um, This has been written about by a great journalist at NPR. And, you know, what they have come to is that like it is legal to deny someone entry to the United States. It is it sucks. Um, And you have to make sure you have the right kind of visa. And the rules are very stringent about, you know, what kind of visa you can enter the country with and when you can perform. You're not allowed to make money. Yeah. You need to be very careful. Um, to but get a visa to perform in the United States is and make money is very difficult. You have to prove that you are – I think the word actually is extraordinary. You have to prove that you are an artist yeah. of extraordinary talent. You're an extraordinary alien. That's what the visa and says. That is effed up. Yeah. Or an alien of extraordinary talent. Yeah, and something I'm like, like that, yeah. And I mean like, sure, that sounds nice. I am an alien of extraordinary talent. But um, it's – no, it's, it's, um, because it's, it's very difficult. And like, I've, I've written letters like this for people to be like, yeah, I'm a music critic. And I write about this person all the time because they're a real artist and they're great. And it's like, you know, you have to have somebody like vouch for you and then they're yeah. still going to like stroke their beards and, um, like sit in judgment when like, there's already like people who want to see you play. And like, imagine if you're like a punk band or you're like, you know, you're just like some up and coming rapper and you just you've got some fans in the United States. You just want to like see them and say hi and like play. And it's sort of like I just really get so upset about this because, you know, the coverage so far has been, you know, in like news outlets that are pretty objective. And so it stops at um, saying simply, well, it's a, it's legal for them to say that. And at the same time. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it doesn't suck and doesn't mean it needs to be fixed. Like, art should be able to travel. Like, musicians shouldn't be treated this way. You know, uh, there has been some talk online and in person and at shows. And, you know, I'm gathering as much data as I can. And I'm, uh, again, I was mentioning this before. And, like, I'm getting a little tired of sort of, like, the greasy collaborator discourse I am very tired of people saying like, well, we're just more outraged now because of Trump, you know, oh, well, well, they were getting paid showcases and, you know, so they found out and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's that's like, why do we freak out the second someone steps slightly out of line? Like you, okay, maybe the laws are in the books, but you don't have to like enforce them like an insane fascist. You know, I, and I, and again, like that may be true the numbers may not be higher now than they were before or what have you might be. I mean, like, um, I really think that things are being a little more intense. Like I read an article online today where it's like sort of just this month, there have been more phone searches of people trying to enter the country at the border than in, I think any time in the past year, at least. And that's the thing to consider. It's just like, you know what? Okay. So let's say that these things are legal or illegal or what have you, whatever. Those are the laws of the country. You go and you obey them. Fine. So we're now becoming the country that searches people's phones. For no apparent reason. Like we just, 
I think that, the, honestly, I think this kind of thing is being done to be intimidating. Absolutely. And I don't, I was, so it's sort of like my two questions are, is more of this happening this year to musicians? Are musicians being treated especially badly? And also, are people being discriminated against who want to come to this country to perform, you know, for cultural exchange? Are they being discriminated against because of their nationality? Are they being discriminated against because of the color of their skin? Well, I take I take some degree of solace in the fact that, like, a lot of Europeans have been, you know, turned away because of it. And not just, like, brown Europeans. Like, Soviet Soviet from Italy. There was a band from uh, England that couldn't come down. Uh, there was a band from Although Canada. I believe that the band from England, the members are of Middle Eastern descent. Also the band mm. from Canada, Middle Eastern descent. Really? Yeah. So it's just brown people, fuck you. I have a feeling there's something like that going on. You know, I, I again, I, I, I just... I mean, it, it doesn't look good. That Look, the numbers may be the same, but the context is very different now. And we have every right and really every bit of duty to be outraged. The fact that the arts are under attack, the fact that like, you know, it's, it's isolationism, you know, it's, it's sort of like this make America great again mindset of preserving this fucking nationwide cornfield. Like that is preposterous, you know, like we, again, we went from like the land of opportunity or whatever bullshit, you know, you feed gringos these days to being the country that searches people's phones. Remember when we did that showcase? Well, when we helped organize that showcase for like all those Mexican bands, uh, in Brooklyn, one of the bands had like, you know, like the whole entire band of Victoria, all the members had their phones searched, all their email searched, their Facebook searched. And they said, you know, um, the customs agent was asking them questions like, how do you feel about Donald Trump? Yeah. What are you going to do while you're here? Yep. All kinds of things like that. Like, and not just like regular, what are you doing while you're here? Like declare it, like interrogating them. And it's sort of what could possibly motivate someone to, you know, treat anyone that way? Like why should, okay. Why should someone having a guitar with them? Right. Be something that raises questions. Right. That's, like a guitar should be like, oh, they're fine. I mean, people come to record their albums here all the time. They're actually coming to spend money as opposed to, you know, take it with them, which seems to be the impression that these fucking gringos have, you know. And so it's just like, yeah, you know what? It might be true. It might they might be, you know, trying to get like a little money on the side, you know, that's not necessarily within the parameters. But how, what kind of law are they violating? A hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars? That's another like, thing. It costs priorities. so much money. Yes. To play in the United States. Yes. It costs so much money to travel. If a band like. If a band makes any money or like, you know, not even makes money, if a band gets paid to play while they're here, they're probably barely going to break even, if that. And then here's the other problem bands that I have. Bands come here just because they want to share their music. These bands, a lot, many of these bands already had the shows booked and they already went through the visa process. Like Trementina from Chile. They had a whole tour booked like through the U.S., you know, psych band, they just played Festival Normal. You know, they were, they like are pl- playing dates all over Mexico and Peru. And like all of a sudden it's just like, oh, you can't go to the US. Like they had their, they literally received an email saying, oops, your visas were denied. And, you know, they don't explain these things. They don't explain these things. And it's like, seems, even though they already had them arranged, it's just like, nope, canceled. It seems very sort of chillingly arbitrary. Yeah. And you know, okay, and people are poo-pooing this sort of thing. You're right. You know, like for instance, um every band I like in America that makes cool music, 
signed uh, a thing, you know, saying South by Southwest is not immigration. And yeah. they did that because there's this clause and that maybe that clause has been, you know, um, part of the artist contract for artists coming to play South by Southwest for a long time. But it's scrutinized extra harshly now and there's a very and different context. Be, yeah. You know, and maybe they should have looked at it and realized, oh, you know what? Maybe this is the year that we reevaluate. Does someone read these things over, you know, before you put them out there? But here's the thing. Here's where I like immediately you know, see a red flag. I'm like, fine. These are like little itty bitty indie artists who are like, whatever girl, like we're just going to go and play a couple showcases. You know, we might make a buck, shh, you know, on the low, low. And then you have bands like Panteon Rococo or anti-doping who recently had their visas, you know, who were unable to renew their visas. They were coming. These are not itty bitty indie bands. The, like Panteon Rococo headlined Ruido Fest last year when La Ley canceled. No, they're huge. They're legends. They're huge. And, and so is anti-doping. And the thing is that both of them have very political, you know, stances and you best believe that they were going to be on that stage talking shit about Trump. And then all of a sudden, Hey, your visas poof, you know, and that you can't like, you can't deny that you can't pretend that that's not a thing you can like, you know, and I've brought this up to people who have, I've been arguing with. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I don't know. You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, I, I it's wasn't like, really? there. Oh, because like our country is not super petty and stupid exactly. about these things. And I wasn't there. No and I, and I, to make that case. I didn't look at the emails and I didn't see the letters and all that stuff. So I don't know either, but I am connecting the dots here. Well, you know, massive scar era from Canada is the band that was like turned away at the border. Um, they did say the singer said in the conversation that, uh, this border agent, did not really give a good reason, right? but did mumble something really weird about people coming to the United States to, you know, foment dissent. And it's like, right. what? Exactly. I mean, maybe, but that's where that's okay. It's like, that's not bad. I thought we was free y'all. <laughs> I thought we were, yeah. I thought we were about that. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, um, I'm going to, uh, just end. I feel like, I, I feel like I've said my piece here. Okay. But I um, have, okay. I have one other thing. Please, please. Cause I want to end on a okay, hashtag. Because people, <laughs> people have been, um, poo pooing this, like that thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, the clause has always been in the contract, but you know what? Maybe things have always been screwed up. And yes, maybe now that our government has become completely batshit is the time for like us to bring like our batshit idealism. And I'm, you know, I'm taking this from Melinda Segarra, who I interviewed uh, for Spin recently, you know, for, you know, a piece that is like an op ed that she wrote. And the words she said were very inspiring and they've given me a lot to think about. And one of them is like, you know, maybe if they're going to be like this, it's time for us to say, all right, yes, actually our immigration system has always been screwed up. We've always been separating families. We, it's, it's never been human, let alone humane. It's always been this inhuman machine. And, you know, instead of like accepting that things are going to get worse, we're like, no, now we're going to fix it. You know, it's like, come back with just as much bat shit as they are trying to force down our throats. All right. Anyway, she said it a lot nicer and smarter <laughs> than that. Uh, you know, I got, I got the spirit. I felt the spirit. It's fine. So I'm going to end with the hashtag that I've been using lately. Uh, hashtag fuck these gringos. Um, this is balloon with teletransporte.
Mental. Luego se lleva lo físico, un vaso con líquido Luego chino con los bates grandes liga como Ichido Cien minutos en el teléfono, tiro señales de humo y aparecen todos mis piputos Llegan con nitro, gente de todos los tipos, bro Par de iconos se mueven en mi círculo, soy mi propio oráculo Predicciones del futuro, las imágenes llegan HD Mi sonido HQ, no queremos ver su muy bien su pantalla plana en LCD Atrapado en RD, pero se mueve el producto hasta por el internet No tengo que joder, lo que está bien, está bien Tú no tienes con él y eso no está puré ah, ah. Solo un ride por la city pa' llegar a la adolescencia Pa' saber que es lo que hay No menor se puso tiri, pero no tengo pa' eso Amo a te cacho Solo un ride por la city pa' llegar a la adolescencia Pa' saber que es lo que hay No menor se puso tiri, pero no tengo pa' eso Amo a te cacho heard was um Diego Raposo and I'm gonna say his name is CK um again it's just kind of like an oddly spelled uh MC name but these guys are from DR from Dominican Republic um Diego Raposo we played before because he's he's part of the Mitel Disco uh collective he is uh with La Ñapa um you know just production duties on deck you know the the track is like really like sort of trippy you know jazz influence it's pretty cool it's also hard though i liked that yeah oh god yeah and like he definitely like infuses his stuff with trap and then um again i'm gonna call him ck and i'm sorry if i'm not reading that right um but he's like this local mc he's just coming up um, and it's, it gets, they're really, really cool. It's just like really cool vibes, super cool. Just very like, you know, pothead rap. And it's just like, he's talking about sort of like, just, um, it, it the song is called Un Ride. Um, and it's just driving around DR and just kind of like smoked up, rolling around, you know, living your life. Um, and then this is off their Clima Local EP, um, which is pretty cool. It's like 10 tracks. There's a couple of like um, skits and stuff and they're pretty fun. Like, you know, they'll just be talking about like smoking weed and like, man, this weather's fucking crazy. I should dig. <laughs> I should check that out. It's um, really good. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I'm really digging like all the Caribbean vibes in this episode. Yeah. Well, and like, again, like, you know, this is, this is yet another story, you know, of like, 
DR and like, a, you know, a place where I grew up and just sort of like flipping the script on my memories, you know, they're just doing things very, very differently from how I remember. Um, and it's just really exciting. It's like, I'm really cool that I can like, you know, vibe to these guys and just sort of be like, all right, cool. Like I don't only remember mid you know, like it's, <laughs> it, it's cool that there's other stuff happening. No, for sure. And we're going to follow that up with Defensa. Um, you know, they're... Th- when I lived in Argentina, it was the indie scene was not really super developed, or as far as as far as I understand, it wasn't. Like I was actually talking to a, one of the members of Defensa, his name is Federico, um, and you know, like we were talking about, like, so what's the scene look like there, other than like Zizek, <laughs> you know? Um, and he was telling me like, there's actually a lot of really cool underground stuff happening. Um, I believe Yedra is um, based in Argentina. I, I hope I'm right. It's either Argentina or Uruguay. I know that Lechuga Zafiro, uh, who is part of NAFI, is from from Uruguay, but I believe yeah, you no, there's that. a lot of um, pretty cool electronic music coming up. A lot of um, underground stuff. I'm not sure that you could really say there's a scene coalescing because a lot of the artists are very uh, different from each other. But well, there's definitely like electronic music culture there. I mean, there's definitely some indie rock. Um, you know, if you think that about too. like El Mato, Un Policia Motorizado and stuff like that. But he was like, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird. It's uh, It's been driven very underground uh, by the government. Um, you know, over the last few years, a lot of like cultural centers uh, have begun to shut down. And so like, it's not easy to book a gig now because now venues really have to take a chance on you. Um, and so it's just like, you know, he, he was saying like, we used to play, you know, three shows, uh, like a show a month. And now we play a show every like three months. Um, so it's, it's gotten to the point, like, you know, there's weird sort of zoning laws that don't allow, like, you know, there has to be X amount of staff if there's going to be X amount of, you know, patronage. Um, so it's a little odd. Argentina has always been weird in that kind of law making. And also like it, because it, it comes from like a very like labor intensive, like, um, populist background. So it's like the idea is like making more money for everybody, but it, at the same time, it tends to fuck up, you know, small businesses. So anyway, but they were saying that like the scene has been driven very underground and like raids are now quite common. Um, if you try to do like a house party or something like again, if you have like a ton of people and you're selling liquor, you can expect the cops at your, at your door. It's getting like that here too. I mean, I wrote today about, um, local venue, Don Pedro. Yeah. 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 That, uh, is going to be closing down in May. And you know, the thing about this is that it was very much a, well, it's still open, but you know, it has been very much a, a hub for Latinx youth culture. It's also been a spot where like, you know, longtime Latino members of the community can hang out yeah. as well and really was like a unique place. And the building got sold to some developers or big condos. corporations. It's going to be condos. It's, yeah. And so that's going to be gone. And, you know, there were like... Latin punk bands yeah. and drag shows my, and a ton of my friends dance used to, parties. A ton of my friends used to perform there. Like all these drag queens had shows there like multiple nights a week. It was just like whatever. I mean, to me, something like this, it's different from a place like Palisades that it's just like, you know, hipsters open another warehouse like cookie cutter place with a bar and it's their DIY clubhouse and it gets shut down a week later because no one has a permit. Like Don Pedro was a unique community location and you're not going to be able to recreate something like that someplace else. So this might be the first one 
that has closed since I've come to live here where it pisses me off. Yeah. So, you know, tying this back to Defensa, you know, just support small, support, support local. You know, there's a lot of really, really great stuff happening around your corner. And Defensa is really, you know, they're kind of on the vanguard in, in Buenos Aires. Like, they're making very strange, very experimental uh, electronic music. It's really cool. It's just pop enough for you to really be able to follow it. Um, they they just put out a self-titled EP called Defensa. Uh, and the track that we're going to play is Cuerpos. Um, their video for this song is so cool. It's really trippy. Um, it's sort of sexual. It's very strange. Um, I encourage you all to f- go run out to YouTube and give them the clicks. Um, yeah, so this is going to be Defensa with the song Cuerpos.
I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. No, I, I love this song. It's so fucking cool. Okay, so this is this is Ray Pila's new song. Um, it is called Ninja, and uh, I'm obsessed because it sounds like a power ballad from a horror movie where you're like, or like, um, or or like an action movie from the 1980s where you're like, you're running and you're gonna save the girl, yeah, and then you're gonna get the girl, and it's you're gonna beat the bad guy, and you're the underdog, and you're gonna win, and Goonies never say die. This is like the flash dance and Knight Rider mashup I always wanted. It is. It's a dream. It's so fucking good. And I, I live. cannot wait for the EP. It is called Wall of Goth, which already like I am it, so it's fine. Yeah, right I'm here for it. Exactly. And okay, <laughs> so that's out April twenty eighth, and it is produced by none other than Julian Casablancas. Holy crap, how the hell did they manage that? I, I don't know. It's it's even coming out on his album. Um, it's even coming out on his record label, mm-hmm. Colt Records. Um, so yeah, for those who don't know, Ray Pila is from Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And they their stuff previous to this was more like garage rock, kind of like fuzzy, loud. So I was very excited when uh, I heard that they had new music because right. I love shit like that. And I love no music too. It's great. But then I heard this and I was like, oh, this is another thing that I love. Um, There's this movie that I periodically make people watch called Streets of Fire. And um, it's a (laughs) it's a rock and roll musical from the 1980s. That's also kind of an action flick. And no, it's terrible. That's like upsetting, but fantastic. No, I needed it. I found the soundtrack on tape in a thrift store years ago. And I played it out because it's full of all these like great 80s movie power ballads. A lot like this. Yes. (laughs) And so I'm hoping that this is going to fill that hole inside my heart. And it's yeah, my heart. In the whole, in my heart, Richard. <laughs> um, so yeah, and um, yeah, and so like, I'm I'm excited for that. But that's not out for a little while. Coming up a lot sooner though is a new album from Venezuela's La Vida Bohem. Yeah, we need to talk about this because this song just left me just a mess on the floor. So and they have released um, a single. It's called Lejos. Mm-hmm. And it it did it it killed Richard dead. Um, I think I'm not feeling the full effects yet, but it is it is very emotional. Like all of their album, and this this album is called La Lucha, and I don't. It deals with a lot of things um, about politics in Venezuela. Uh, the band has left Caracas, and they are now living in Mexico City because it's kind of hard to live in Caracas. Right. Um, and, you know, so there's stuff about that in the album. There's stuff talking about, you know, being uh, far away from home, which I believe this song is dealing with. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I haven't heard the album and I already know what it's about, you know, from the title, you know, like La Lucha, The Struggle. I mean, that's just as, you know, that's as clear as day. And then again, I heard like when I heard, read the song title, which was Lejos, like it's one of those moments where you're like, Oh girl, like knowing the the band's story, like I knew exactly what I was about to hear. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very emotional. It's called it. I mean, it's just far, it's far away. It's longing for home. Um, it's, I mean, it's terribly emotional. You know, when, when Checky was here, and, um, he, we, we, he was on the podcast. He told us a little bit about, you know, La Vida Bohème and sort of like the things, the, the challenges that they have faced. Um, you know, they are an enemy of the state. 
the you know the government broadcasted their names you know as enemies of the state and the people i mean that's why they had to like flee the country wasn't it just um the singer it might have just been the singer but still but it was, like, yeah it was on tv and i don't know if it was all of them but i, I definitely the singer yeah, it was it was not a joke. Um, my understanding is that it was because uh, he accepted some money from a an American NGO, and yeah, that's the whole thing. That's, I mean, that's, that's just it. Like, how, I think why should I be pressed? I mean, like I, you know, like all these fucking government, you know, people are running around first class, you know, wearing Louis Vuitton in a communist country. I'm like, I'm, I'm so where you know, people can't get eggs or medicine and yeah so this album's gonna be a lot and but the thing is it's i i have listened to the album and i can tell you it's um it's big and sweeping and the sound is big enough to embrace all of the difficult feelings and ideas that it contains all right so we're gonna play la vida bohem and this is lejos Alejarme de ti Una alejada 
song is just I mean it's devastating I mean like the chorus is just you know I'm paying to live you know choosing with no options far away from where I was born I mean and he you know when he starts like singing there at the end when he's just like lejos 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 like I'm far away like I, I can't directly relate to it you know I'm like uh, I, I, I haven't been exiled or anything, but it's just like, it's the emotion is so powerful. It's just like, you can't help but feel for him, for, for, you know, the millions of people who've left their homes just because it's just, you can't live there. Like, and you know, there are people all over the world who are going through just that for many different reasons. And, you know, it's funny, um, people talk about like something, whether or not something is relatable, you know, or is this like, is this universal and so we relate to it? Or like, do you have to develop your empathy to relate to something? Like people talk about like, um, is the movie Moonlight relatable if you aren't gay or if you aren't black? Right. And it's sort of like... Um, well, have you ever it, felt alone? Yeah. You know. It's sort of... And it, you know, it's not even that though. It's like this song where it's sort of like, maybe we haven't all gone through, you know, exactly what he's singing about. Right. But, you know, the feeling is real. You can't not feel it because it's really great art. And, you know, movies like Moonlight are the same. Like, no no matter who you are, if someone really, um, truly expresses an emotion, you can't help but feel it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's heavy and I, I can't wait for the album. I, like, I again, this is one of those acts that, like, has taken me a long time to get into, but this song is just so... It's, it's, it's spectacular. No, the, the whole album is going to kill you. And then like, I'll have to do this whole podcast by myself. It's, it's <laughs> oh, going to no. suck. You know, um, you can seance me onto the show. It's fine. Yes. Um, and so, yes, we, we're, we've reached the end of the show. We have one more song for you guys, but before we, we talk about it, um, I just want to remind you all that you can find us all over the social medias on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Uh, please, don't forget to rate us and tell your friends about it. Um, but most importantly, Bev, where can people hear our voices? You can hear our voices on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should have that on your phone and you should listen. And if you're a friend of ours and you're listening to this and you have not rated us with all the stars possible. Your dicks. And wrote about <laughs> how much our, our show means to you, then are you really our friend? I think it's time for you to prove it. Please prove it, please. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, iTunes, SongCloud, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Um, we're looking to expand, so stay tuned for news, hopefully, if we can get our lives together. <laughs> Any minute now, Any we're getting our lives together. We are trying, trust and believe we are trying. Um, and so, yeah, um, I want to stick with this feeling of melancholy. Um, you know, I, I brought This has it, definitely been a dancing with tears in our eyes episode. Dancing on it? our own. Yeah. <laughs> um, dancing with myself. Yeah. Ooh, that's a song about masturbation that's, though. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's not. Da- it's like, about dancing by yourself. The Billy Idol song? Yeah. It's about masturbation. No, it's not. Yeah. Sorry about it. Um, she bang, she bang. Anyway, no, that's not even in the, that's, any- that's Ricky Martin. But anyway, um, so the last song that we have, uh, for you guys is a track by Elsa Suarez, uh, who is an iconic Brazilian singer. Um, she has had a tumultuous life. Uh, she, you know, black woman, dark skinned from the favelas, 
you know, um, by the age of 19, she had two children and lost one of them. You know, she started singing, but, you know, by the mid 20s, she was on TV by, you know, by the age of 30, she married a like a high profile soccer player, um, who had a well-documented, uh, drinking problem. Actually, I'm not sure that they ever got married. As far as I know, they did, but I'm, again, well, like, yeah, I'm just he, going off the wiki left, page. He left his wife. Yeah. And yeah. And that was when, um, everyone turned against both of them. Yeah. And well, I mean, like, because she was, like, some favela scum with, like, a soccer player, which are basically saints in, in Brazil. And, um, yeah, I mean, he died of cirrhosis. Um, you know, he they were in a car crash because he was drunk driving, and, like, her his, mother his died. died. Her mother died. Her, her, their son died in a different car crash. Oh, right. Um, and so, you know, it's been a, a life long-lived, because she is 79 years old, um, and still making music and still making music and still making relevant music. Um, you know, she's had six children, five of which are dead, um, uh, which is just, you know, enormous tragedy to, to carry with you throughout your life. And I feel like that's very deeply reflected in this song, which is called, uh, Mulher, uh, do fin do mundo, which is, you know, a woman at the end of the world. Um, and you know, I just, again, it's sadness, it's perseverance. Um, it's again, it's an iconic career, a phenomenal voice presence. I mean, again, she's 79 years old. She's going to be playing at uh, Primavera Sound. Um, she's one of the reasons I'm really doing my very best to find myself there when, when she's on that stage, because, you know, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, you know, so, um, I don't, I don't have very much more to say on, Anez Azuarez, do you have anything else, Bev? No, just you guys listen to this song. You're going to play out. All right, guys. Uh, This has been another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and that was Beverly Bryan, the most beautiful, the softest, the gorgeousest. And uh, this is Elza Suarez. We'll catch you guys next time. Joga na avenida que não sei qual é Piratas super homem tentam o calor Um peixe amarelo beija minha mão As asas de um anjo soltas pelo chão Na chuva de confessos deixo a minha dor Na avenida deixei lá A pele preta e a minha voz Na avenida deixei lá A minha fala, a minha opinião minha casa, minha solidão Joguei do alto do terceiro andar Quebrei a carne e me livrei do resto dessa vida Na avenida dura até o fim Mulher do fim do mundo Eu sou e vou até
choro não é nada nem de carnaval É lágrima de samba na ponta dos pés A multidão avança como um vendaval Me joga na avenida que não sei qual é Pirata e super-homem cantam o calor Um peixe amarelo beija minha mão As asas de um anjo soltas pelo chão Na chuva de confetes deixo a minha dor Na avenida deixei lá A pele preta e a minha voz Na avenida deixei lá A minha fala, a minha opinião A minha casa, a minha solidão Joguei do alto do terceiro andar Quebrei a cara e me levei do resto dessa vida Deixa encantar, me deixa encantar até